happy to have on the phone now the head coach of the Derrico Baseball Program, Ryan Palmer. Ryan, how's everything going this morning? I kind of love Mohegan Sun. It's a good time. <laughs> you're all right. You're the Mohegan Sun right now? That's where yeah. the conference is, right? <laughs> yeah, the World Baseball Coaches Convention's here every year. This is my 13th year coming. So what are the big topics, uh, Ryan, down there? Uh, I mean, topic-wise, it's, it's anything. It's usually who the headliners are that I like. Um, former UMaine coach, uh, Steve Trim, who's now at Stetson University, he's always one of my favorites to go listen to. Um, this year, uh, uh, Jay Half is here. Oh. Um, Actually, just sitting on uh, uh, listening to Rich Gedman talk. Wow. When we're uh, Red Sox catcher from back in the 80s. Yeah. He was, he was quite a character. He's, uh, he was a jokester, so it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I, I enjoy coming down here every year. You can take something that you uh, learn here and always bring it back to your program. You know, you just, you just get these coaches sometimes that think they know it all and don't think these things do serve any purpose. But I've been coming for 13 years, and I'm going to continue to come as long as I can. Yeah, I've always felt like uh... – just like you'd expect to any teacher, which is what a coach is, you know, you you learn from other people, you you find out things that you can help in your program. Uh, you know, if you if your kids are having trouble with this particular skill, somebody there will have some either drills or some pointers that would help you out. Yeah, the the convention starts on Friday night, and there's three different breakout rooms, so there's always at least three sessions going on. Four, if you count the. Uh, they have a live batting cage, and they do a lot of demos and a lot of hitting stuff. Nice. But so you, you pick and choose so you, uh, where you want to go, and it just sure. starts Friday night, goes all day Saturday. And there are a few things on sat, uh, all day Friday, and all day, uh, a few things on Saturday if you want. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. So was there a specific set of drills or skills that you were looking for? Uh, this year, I was say, I just there's always a topic on it every year. And if there's one flaw I feel like I have, which I probably have many, but the one that really sticks out is the fact that I just do not feel like I run an efficient indoor practice. So being up here in this convention, being in the Northeast, usually every year they have a one, maybe sometimes two, nice. on how you uh, utilize a small space. So I, I make sure I'm at that one every single year because it's just it's so hard being in a gym for, for so long with preseason and stuff. Because one of the things might be logistics. Is your batting cage in the gym? Yes. And is it on the end line under the basket or at the side of the gym? It's actually on the side of the gym. My boat where the bleachers would be if you pulled them out. Yeah. And we have a small gym as it is, so you put the batting cage there and you have even smaller space. Sure. Cause I was so we, gonna... we look for a few, a few drills to do that you know, we could do out in the hallway, do in the cafeteria, uh, stuff like that. So it's, uh, it, it works out, but still, I've never really felt – after a practice, that I got the best out of it into a practice. I just never had that feeling. So I'm always trying to improve on things. Because I was going to say, you, if the in Skowhegan, the batting cage is underneath the basket, so you got the whole 94 feet to work right. on other things. Now, you, you know, depending on where you put home plate, you know, when you're doing cutoffs and relays or bunt coverages or whatever. But you know, like you say, out in the hallway, you can do double play, you know, toss and the right. foot around the foot of the bag and whatever. You can do all those things in pretty small spaces, actually. Yeah, it's it's, it's all about how you want to utilize your space and what you have. I mean, and the perfect rule that I'd love to have is they have it at Lisbon in their new gym, and, and St. Dom's has it as well, is that retractable batting cage that goes up to the ceiling, and then it just oh, yeah. control, brings it back down, so it's, always, oh, it's nice. always there. You don't have to take it down every... Because we, we lose our batting cage before our season is over, 
due to graduation. Sure. Because you got to get the, uh, yep. the the gym cleaned out. So if we have a, a stretch of rain, yep. we can't do any hitting at all. It's it's it's, it's frustrating sometimes. So. That'd be nice to have, but wishful thinking. I, I got so desperate uh, when that happened because everybody faces that. A lot of schools do anyway. I, I got I bought a wiffle ball, bat, you know, pitching machine. Yeah. That you could that just threw wiffle balls and you could hit them without having to worry about <laughs> banging things around and whatever. But anyway. Well, Ryan, tell us about uh, your Dergo squad. Who you got coming back this year? I mean, I know it's only it's January, but high school baseball season will be here before we know it, I suppose, right? <laughs> yeah, this uh, this convention I go to kind of starts the baseball yeah. season for me. Um, uh, we're we're going to be young still. Uh, we lost uh, some some heavy hitters, uh, literally heavy hitters. Um, but we we were also we had a few heavy hitters that were our, our top players, but we also had we were also young at the same time. My pitching staff was young. I have my entire pitching staff back except for one pitcher, and who got a lot of them got a lot of experience last year. One being a freshman. Uh, my catcher was a freshman last year, who was probably about one vote away from being an all-conference catcher. Um, so the, the future is bright. Uh, freshman coming in this year, maybe one that might help us out a little bit. But we're we're really probably about another year or so away from from really contending. But um, we were 6-10 and ten last year, and, and 7 out of our 10 losses were by one or two runs. Wow. So you, you flip wow. a few games the other way, and we're, yeah. we're definitely a playoff team. So Ryan, we have to build on that. Ryan, what did they decide to do about JVs this year? I forgot to ask you about that. Well, what happened was is everybody all year long did exactly what I did last year. found out you could privately fund it. So that's kind of what all of JV sports that had enough for a JV team did this year. So we're looking at that doing the same. Um, the one thing that worked out on the baseball side is we didn't have a JV coach. I did both. So what I did is I just gave the JV stipend back, donated it back to our program. Oh, sure. So that money for the stipend is going to already be there, so it's less money we'll have to raise. Oh, nice. Nice. Because I was going to say, you could keep a little bigger squad of young kids, too, if you you had to do that, you know, that kind right. of thing. I mean, part of the reason why I, I was so animate about funding for JV baseball last year is I thought my numbers were going to be up, but I was I was mistaken. We only had 16, 17 kids try out for baseball in the entire program. And although we had a lot of young players, we did have some JV innings, which was good. It's, I expected more. So sure. I'm hoping to, uh, from what we lost, though, I think coming in, and a couple of players that didn't play last year that say they're coming back, I'm hoping to be around 20, which is still low, but better than what it has been. Well, yeah. Your school numbers have dropped a lot, though, too, so oh, very much that's so. a Big factor. Time. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, looking at Major League Baseball a little bit right now, what do you? Th- what are your thoughts on uh, Harper and Machado? Where, where, <laughs> where do you think they're signing? I, I don't. I don't really. I mean, I haven't really looked. At, I haven't even paid attention to it. I just every. I see a blurb here and there. It seems like Machado just just signed in New York. Just get it over with. Why? Why are we waiting? <laughs> I see that's what's going to happen and. That could probably make Maddie happy, but yeah. Um, as far as Hopper goes, I haven't. I honestly have not heard a word on him or where he's even looking. Yeah, it's a weird situation. I mean, there's there's, there's only a few teams interested. Uh, the Phillies want to get both, but well, that probably won't happen. But uh. <laughs> they got a lot of money. Now that you say that, I do. I do recall here in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chicago. There's you know there's a whole kinds of rumors. But you watched the Celtics game last night. Or are you too busy uh, having some fun there at the casino? Well, I'm getting killed here at the casino. I usually have a little bit of luck at the blackjack table, but I on I have gambled three different times. This is no lie. Three different times. I have not won back-to-back games yet. 
So my gambling is actually going by pretty quick because, well, I'm yeah. smart and I leave my debit card at the hotel room. And oh, I take a look good at call. Right. Good call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, you know, I'm not a really compulsive gambler. I know my limits and I have not been doing well at all. <laughs> a little bit of money left to do some gambling this afternoon. Hopefully I make <laughs> I see they lost by about 15 or so, and you know. Yeah, there was a little fight. Dave, a back to back usually. A little fight on the bench, also. Jalen Brown and Marcus Morris got into it last night, apparently. Oh, yeah. That's why I was wondering if you saw that, but uh. no, I didn't. So look into it. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe Matty didn't call in to talk about it. <laughs> well, we'll have Justin Pelletier on uh, at 11. He yeah, can he probably might break he it down know. for us. Yep. What's going on there? So. Well, uh, Ryan, any other thoughts on the – I know you got to get back to uh, what you're up to down there. Any other thoughts on the convention you're at and what you're most looking forward to for the upcoming uh, high school baseball season? Yeah, it's just it's, it's a lot of fun. And I come to, like I said, I come to this convention for the for 13 years now. I'm at, the, I'm at the point now where I'm actually getting private emails from the people who put this on because I'm here so much so they, they kind of value the people's feedback that, uh, that really take this serious and, and I hear a lot. So I've had yeah, good conversations with some guys on – they actually uh, moved the convention to another convention hall in Mohegan which will, it's a huge place that allows for like a full infield. Obviously, the the ceiling's not as high, but for for demo reasons, a full infield, a full batting cage. So, and and the vendors are always uh, are always a big part of this as well. Obviously, and you know the space allows for for more vendors. But yeah, you know, this is where baseball season gets started. Now I'll, I'll bring my stuff back that I got, put some things together, have a couple of coaches meetings. Uh, take a little bit of a break during the basketball tournament week because, as you know, I'm pretty busy with that. So, For yeah, sure. baseball later on the corner. We knew where you would be during that week. <laughs> yes, you will. All yeah. right. Ryan Palmer, thanks so much for taking the time to call in here on the B-List. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.